Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info a little bit of everything and do some singing some dancing some chatting with the guests the skits the monologues the comedy wonderful comedy it really is a lot of fun good morning everybody hello there welcome to wednesday it's 5 45 my name is john holmberg how are you there's brady brett fesley big dick toledo this it's the morning sickness, and it is. Uh, it looks like Tatooine out there this morning with the smoke from the fire and the the sun last coming. night. Man, we are the people of the sun. Beautiful. The sun last night. Whoa, what planet just are you before, on? As it was setting. <laughs> oh, I see. Because you had all that haze. Yeah. No, look at it right now. Orange coming up. You can stare at it. It's at that stage right now where the smoke's kind of blocking it. You can stare at the sun for a good minute, minute and a half. <laughs> I would highly recommend it. it. Does wonders for the skin. But yeah, I was just out there looking at it, like man, that's. So last night it kind of looked like the. It was orange, so it looked yeah. like more like a harvest moon. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't the moon. The moon's been kind of weird lately, too, because all the smoke. Yeah. Neat stuff. Anyway. And then we got a little sprinkle in Gilbert. Yeah, we didn't get nothing. You get rain, nothing, yeah. yeah. It, started, it was a little bit of rain on my way in this morning. Like a strange, like, either that or a dude chewing tobacco was in the car in front of me and just <laughs> spitting straight up in the air, and it was kind of coming down on me. But it was just enough to be like a misting. Nothing major, but yeah, we're rooting for we the rain. We heard some uh, thunder rolling that was kind of cool and like oh maybe we'll get one get a storm yeah they but said it didn't happen they said a giant hail yeah they and said out east it got hit pretty hard yeah. and uh people lost power out in there apache junction but, which yeah. i've always thought would be better if i lived in apache junction i want the lights out too i just want to sit in total <laughs> darkness and not look at any of my belongings or where i live but that's okay yeah they, they're gonna get it the air conditioning part stinks but a lot of them can just go next door and steal the air conditioner that's how they got theirs in the first place that's right apache junction i'm laughing at you Hey, man. And you know it deep down. Don't call and say, hey, I live in Apache Junction. I'm like, yeah, I know. And your goal is not to stay there, I'm guessing. So let's get in on the jokes together, shall we? You got it so wrong. We've been copper free for 15 years. (laughs) Not by choice. Uh, It all just disappeared one day. You had David Copperfield come in and all your copper disappeared. 
I'm excited. I'm like uh, yesterday I saw a news story, and then today I've seen two uh, articles about it, and uh, I'm thrilled. Senate passed a bill Tuesday to establish Juneteenth as a national holiday. Now I'm the first to admit, as an American citizen uh, of uh, you know growing up in white neighborhoods and stuff, never was taught about Juneteenth. Didn't know about it until Donald Trump. To be honest with you, Trump taught me about Juneteenth a couple of years ago. Never really knew it was a thing. I knew the word. I didn't know what it was. It's the last day of slavery. They want to make it a holiday. You are a true, horrible racist if you are fighting this because it's a day off, God damn it. Let's do this. We all get it. All right, it's not just, you know, it would, be, it, would, it would be racist for like all black people get Juneteenth off. White people, you have to work twice as hard, you know, kind of as a back, you know, you hey, got to yeah. double up. You got to do like a 20-hour not uniting. Workday. Right. Well, it's also, you know, kind of a thing. It says today you get to feel what it's like to work 20-hour days. Nope, we all get a day off. You're, I've ne- I, that's the way we root out racists. You say, you ask somebody, he goes, what do you think of Juneteenth being a national holiday? Well, I never, ever think that that's going to be. Oh, okay, we got one. They got one on the hook here. If you are against days off, no matter what the holiday, you, that means you're a racist towards that thing. <laughs> like if they said we're going to have Sandra Bullock Day, I hate Sandra Bullock. But I'll tell you right now, I'd take a day off if we had Sandra Bullock Day. I would, I would not honor Sandra Bullock as much as I would just take the day off. But, yeah, you're a true racist if you want to fight against days off. And Juneteenth is in the sense, so it's got to go through Congress and stuff. And the next thing you know, it's going to get pushed. But I, I, I'm on a crusade now. June 19th. And I don't know if we'd get it off uh, the 19th because this year the 19th is on a, uh, was that 17, on a Saturday. So we get to Friday before. That's a three-day. Hmm. Brett, yeah, you're I, for Juneteenth. Hey, I'm in. You kidding me? Of course we all are. Yeah. I want to meet the people who are, well, the government's going to pay for this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't, you don't know what the government pays for half the time and you're going to be mad about this? Racist. So we can root them out with with holidays for like uh, Edgar Mev- Mevers. Is that his name? Medgar Evers? Edgar yeah. Mevers. See? It's my education. It's giving me a day off. doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you will find out who the racists are by saying we're going to have Malcolm X Day, uh, Medgar Evers Day, uh, Harriet Tubman. All of them. All of them. I mean, the people who are mad about that, too. I mean, I don't see a need for it, but putting Harriet Tubman on money, if it truly makes you mad, it's still a, still a $10 bill or a $20 bill, whatever. I think they would put her on the 20 It's still 20 bucks. Put bread on there. I don't care who's on it. I don't, as long as it spins. Still, as long as it's still $20. I don't need a president or a former president or a good or bad president on my money. That's why I like using – I use my iPhone. The president on my money is, uh, you know, is the, the Tim Apple. What's his name? The Tim, the dude that runs the place. Steve Jobs. Well, it was Steve Jobs. Yeah. He's dead now. And then the other guy. I don't care who's on there. Timmy. Yeah, old Timmy Cook. That's his name. Tim so Cook. Get, get me some Juneteenth. We need to have a holiday for a black person every month. And eventually, you know, because the first one they probably won't break. Second one they'll get a little nuts. And then you get down to like Bill Cosby Day and people lose their minds. Like, you know. He was the father of the 80s. Ah! But we still get a day off. Ooh, this is hard. I'd celebrate Bill Cosby Day. Speaking of Apple, the only reason I knew Juneteenth was because it popped up on my Apple calendar all the time. But lazy ass me, I'm like, Juneteenth, let me see. It's not a day off. What the hell was that? I don't care what it means. If it's not a day off, we don't. Doesn't matter. That's the reason we don't know what it is. The reason America doesn't know what that stuff is is because we didn't get a day off. We don't remember it from school. We're creatures of habit. Yeah. And we're like, you know. When they wanted to change President's Day to Martin Luther King Day and then take Lincoln and Washington and have them have their own one-guy day, and people lost their minds. I lived here in Phoenix when they did the Martin Luther King debacle. You did too. Yep. We lost the Super Bowl over that. And Phoenix, 
I stood by the whole, like Phoenix was screaming at the top of their lungs. We have it. It's the rest of the state that's racist. They hate the Martin Luther King idea. They won't take the day off. Why can't it just still be George Washington Day? We still get that. You get this other thing now. We're still getting two days off. Right. Just call one Clan Day for you. We'll call it Clan <laughs> Day for you, and you guys will take it. It's Clan Day in all the rural areas, otherwise known as MLK Day, yuck, in the cities. But Phoenix had it because all the workers are here. Farmers and stuff were furious because they don't they take days off. They left it up to some companies. You want to work that day? Oh, or? it was amazing. It was the best. And then we lost the Super Bowl for it, and everybody had to have it. I say pick a black guy, make a holiday out of that black guy every month, and eventually he'll root out all the racists and we'll know where they live, and that'll be the easiest thing. It's going to be an ugly thing. But June, if you're against Juneteenth, the day off, big deal. You learn about it in one sentence. It's the last day of slavery. There had to be a last day. There it is. Then go to work if you don't like it. And right. And you then know, just if, yeah, take your key, go inside and get yeah. some stuff. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't taking no days. I've never met that person. Two phrases that have never made sense to me. I don't want a day off. No woman of mine's going to work. What the <laughs> hell were we thinking? My dad. No, no, my wife does not work. She will not work. What is wrong with you? Like, you won't let her work? She's screaming she wants to go make money. No, no woman of mine's going to work. Like, Jesus. That's impressive. Pride. That's I don't Pride. know what kind of that's stupidity. That's being snowed. Can you imagine that now? Like a woman saying that I'm not going to work because you're supposed to prove a woman of mine. You better get your ass out there and start working. Well, the reason why that was said because the uh, woman was uh, taking care of him on a regular basis. Right. We were saying they were better. Yeah. Yeah. Things were better. better yeah. really. <laughs> oh no! Look, I agree. I don't disagree that you'd come home and. They were like, they man, tried. This is amazing. You know what they didn't have in our this Brady makes a strong uh, misogynistic point. Very strong yeah. sexist point. Uh very rarely did a guy come home to sweatpants. I think. Yeah, I mean that's they, the way it was presented. They even had instructional videos. <laughs> yeah, my grandma commercials. was always in a dress. Now my grandma Brady I'll say it for your people. Rest her soul. Ugly woman. Me in a gray wig. Not a pretty lady. Just a not a pretty woman. Pictures of her, and, and, and I knew her when she was older. So you know, you're like maybe maybe she aged poorly. Nope, she was. Uh, you saw some younger oh, pics. The woman was oof. a master at something. <laughs> All right, you know what? I hadn't thought of that. Grandma probably was great at PJs. Is what Brady said. <laughs> <laughs> but what she did do was get up. At, well, she put curlers in every day, and by the end of the day. She was in a dress, and, and like her hair was done. Now, it was poorly done, and the dress wasn't nice. And then sometimes there was the whole nightgown situation. Doesn't matter. Understand. The effort. The effort was there. And there were eggs and bacon seemingly constantly cooking. And uh, most of the time it was fresh from the farm. Like my grandpa would go kill the thing. Nothing better. I don't think so either. And that was a nice time. And then she wanted to get a job. But you know what my grandpa didn't allow my grandma to do? She wasn't allowed to drive. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It is crazy European. You, it, he no doesn't want anything of that. Any, 
thing damaged that precious. He took her anywhere she had to go. She was was wrapped in that house. My grandfather did the same thing. He not allowed to drive. She didn't learn how to drive until he died. My grandma was too old by then. Oh, okay. My grandpa died in like '84, and she she was like afraid of it. And they lived in a city with 1,500 people. Like, there's nobody on the street. But he was, she was not allowed to groceries. I'll take you. And he'd Grandpa sit and wait. You're, you're go- Grandma and, never pumped gas. That mine either. Yeah. No, I don't think mine did either. Isn't that nuts? Helpless to the man. So your grandmother never drove at all? Ever. Wow. Well, I think they tried to let her drive once and she took off into a field. <laughs> no kidding. Like it was that, that concept to her was so frightening. Yeah. That she just didn't understand the wheel and the gas and the brake. Lost her mind. And at like, the never time, again. there wasn't like a ton of trips to the city. <laughs> No, was like well, they had all their food walking around their right. backyard. So, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely, you know, he would leave and do whatever he did. And then she worked at a nursing home for a while, and he'd drive her every night. And then and it said it was silly. Like, that was when she was older, and she just wanted to clean up old people, I guess. But gross. Either way, she gave it her effort. And there was dinner on the table every day. So Brady makes a strong point. No woman of mine's going to work meant blowjobs. Because that was her job. That's why it's called a job, I'm I guess. I'm going to take care of you. You take care of me. Maybe that's why it's called a blow job. Boy, the olden days. Yeah, because they gave it like an employment title. It's a job. That's your job. It's a blow job. Okay. <laughs> that's what you do for a living. Blow jobs. You're a blow job worker. <laughs> we solve mysteries here. That's what we do. But Juneteenth, you take that day off. We're in good shape. No woman of mine's going to work. What? I'm not taking any days off. What's the matter with you? I think it was Brett Ernst who said, have you ever heard a woman said, uh, you know what? I would I would give up my life for you. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. No, <laughs> but we we do. Yeah, yeah. When do you say that? It's always been a a, I, I, a man thing. Look, a maybe I've said it, but have you ever saying, meant it? Have you ever meant it? No, yeah. oh. no. There's no way somebody starts shooting. You, at you every say it to be nice, himself, right? You grab her and try yeah. to keep her in the. I'm not going to stand. We carry the tradition on, <laughs> whether or not it happens. <laughs> I would die for you. That stuff you say to get laid. You're not. You don't mean that. I mean, I'll stand up to, to like a marauder, like somebody that's trying to kill us. Look at all these old educational videos oh, from these the are 50s gold. and stuff like that. Oh, the best is when a guy comes in from a hard day How to undress work for and your... sits down in the recliner and she's in the dress and has the martini form. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, they tell her the perfect to make. Oh, yeah. this, can... How to Undress for Your Husband, starring Elaine Barrymore. I wonder if that's Drew's. I wonder, um, yeah. They get the Barrymore's for this? This is a movie? I guess. It's a 13-minute vi- uh, explanation. Let's get to some good stuff. Of course, Miss Barry is totally unaware of our presence, and therefore is completely at ease doing the things she I mean, does. I mean, she's in a gown to go to the Oscars oh, yeah, just to hang out the house. <laughs> in the old days, the boudoir was considered a sanctuary where a lady could retire, <laughs> See? if she wished to, in privacy. But in this age of snooping reporters and wow. candid cameramen, nothing <laughs> is sacred. Your bedroom is flat below, those giant cameras were hidden another, in the bed. By the way, cameramen. Oh, yeah, cameramen. Yeah, there's not a camera person, is they? Oh, this lady's and pissed she off. she, too, is returning from a party. Ooh, rough night of party. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Got the drunk limp. That's a fella in a dress. It looks so like let's it. settle here and now the question That's what my grandma looked like. how and how not to one of your husband. Down through the ages, women have paid meticulous attention to the matter of dressing. They have consumed hours and hours in getting just the precise effect desired. Each dainty garment has been donned with the utmost care and thought. No amount of time or effort has been considered wasted if the final result 
was alluring glamour. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) When it came to undressing, that was something else again. Technique was thrown to the winds. Are you guys also half-hard for some reason? This nine-year-old woman's about to take her dress off? Now, Miss Barry is unquestionably an authority on undressing. And I suggest that you watch her closely. Oh, we are. are, buddy. We're like those uh, cartoon wolves. Tongues are flying out of her mouth. No awkwardness. From all appearances, By the way, this lady used to cut out pieces of burlap in, for uh, feminine hygiene products. Keep in mind that this thing does not smell good. Ah, Whoa. there should be some developments here. The beast is undressing no, as well. No, I'm afraid the developing has gone the limit. So they used to get mad at women on how they took their clothes off? I guess. Man. Oh, wait a minute, here we go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Miss Barry is now down what? into her underpants. Well, that's what it says in the script. <laughs> Like that. Ah, uh, now we're getting right down to business. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that executed beautifully? Her yes. dress, her dress came off perfectly. Beyond all doubt that it isn't what you obviously still wearing the heels still too. Still got the heels on. What you artfully conceal that makes disrobing an intriguing art. Oh, here goes the bra. You notice the poise of the body. There's no way they show it. The rhythm of each graceful movement. To the appreciative, there isn't a scene like this. Come on, like oh, this. Oh, oh, Oh. Side boob. Come on! And she's looking back at you. Oh, yes, Hello. <laughs> Style, Jealous? charm, yeah. and distinction come from neither beauty nor money nor a combination of the two. They are the simple result of aesthetic sense. Just be a lady. That's what it is. Even Pretty when much. you're getting naked. Be wise. No sweatpants it. there. Nope. Yep. That's perfect. I like that. That was her job back then. You put those videos out again. Dress up pride. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Ladies of the 2020s, we've noticed your whorish ways when you undress. Show some class, bitches. <laughs> Instead, we've got WAP. Ugh. <laughs> this was how the, our grandmother's was. This was oh, early, look at her. She's putting her nightie on. And as she slides the nightie over her body, off go the day's panty. Ah, still Keep wearing heels, See, up. you do that. No showering. Yes. No woman of mine is going to work. Yeah, but... Also, the smell had to be just repulsive because she didn't shower. She just changed into what she's going to bed in. Get a, get a shower. Oh, there's Buddy Hackett in the dress. Yeah, Take her off her. May be able to show us a few other wrinkles. Oh, the big fat lady's about to take her dress off. <laughs> You're right on the first one. That's there. We'll just jump to the. They want to see your technique. Oh, she's evidently very itchy as well. All right, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> How did this start? How did Juneteenth bring us to this? I don't this? know, but anyway, I want to taking the stockings off, Oh, the too. chick taking the stock. This is sexy. You see, ladies, Miss Barry always rolls her stockings down from the top. <laughs> yeah. Never from the bottom up. Whore. That's a very good point to remember. Why? There's a delightful nonchalance about this little lady, a studied indifference that is certainly effective. Invariably, she keeps you guessing as to what she'll do next. Mm. Mm-hmm. A trick which never fails to intrigue. The average husband. When Elaine rolls them, they stay rolled. <laughs> I mean the stockings, of course. He even cleared it up. That's awesome. <laughs> She's even shame. I yeah. want to... F- Elaine. Nice work, Brett. Good find. <laughs> Old people videos. That grandma was hot. we got to post that. Yeah, we do. For the ladies. Yes. Anyway. Take notes. If we can, get, if we can fast track this Juneteenth, we can get Friday off this week. And if you have a company that doesn't recognize Juneteenth after it gets passed as a national holiday, you work for racists. It's going to just weed out everybody. It's fantastic. 
Nobody. That is the fastest way to unite everybody in race is give people days off. The fastest. Because they'll start learning about stuff. We need a Tulsa riots uh, like a day off for that as well. Commemorating on people. God damn, all these black holidays. And like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Never mind. Well, the learning thing is a... But that's how we learn. Yeah. We learn from TV, movies, and days off. That's it. <clears throat> you wouldn't know what any of this stuff is. If then you we get, get them the day confused off. later on. Veterans Day still confuses people because right. we don't get the day off. So they're like Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Nobody knows the difference. And they're massive differences. But nobody knows because we don't get a day. Memorial Day, you get the day off. You think it's to celebrate the troops. It's not. And Veterans Day, we don't get the day off. And everybody wanders around wondering, like, oh, it's for the fallen soldiers. And we don't know. But to see a guy in a suit and you say hi. It's ridiculous. Juneteenth. Get Juneteenth, the day off for Juneteenth. Which would have been this Friday. Father's Day weekend, a three-day weekend, essentially is what it would almost always be. Oh. Gold. That, that would be good. Instead, our government will uh, get together and say, you know what? Let's partner it up with Earth Day, and we'll plant <laughs> trees on Juneteenth. Everyone out in the fields. Well, I don't think we're going to do much farming no. on Juneteenth. I know. Everyone out in the fields and <laughs> dig holes. Celebrate Juneteenth and a wonderful planet. Keeping our planet. It's a terrible idea. Oh, be no. in trouble. Chris Paul has COVID. Did that just break? Yeah, just uh, 13 minutes ago. All right, we'll look into this. Uh, That's not good. Well, he's got five days. Well, he's in the protocol. Well, it says he could be out indefinitely from some of the other sources. Oh, so boy. We'll see. But we'll get to it in a little bit. Well, what is it? Well, like last June? Like, we've got this figured out. Thought so. In the COVID protocol, it's a day's test. Uh, enters uh, safety protocols and is sidelined for an indefinite period of time. A friend of mine saw... Just give him some of that Harley Coquin or something. Yeah, yeah, that's your the, the, the Harley Quinn Quinn. I, uh, a friend of mine saw campaign at 2 in the morning in Scottsdale between, game, between games 1 and 2 here against uh, Denver. And he's like, I didn't like that at all. And I'm like, he's allowed to live. And he goes, I don't want him out that late goofing off. It's just nothing but trouble. And then he brought up the COVID thing. Oh, he's like, what man. if he gets COVID? And that was literally, we had this talk yesterday. Because I saw campaign out screwing around in Scottsdale between game one and two. And I'm like, you got to get out of here just for, the, just for the aesthetics of it. And then. I briefly oh, um, no. thought I at the end of the game, uh, game four, afterwards, going around and hugging everybody after the. Yeah, but squeeze. they've already squeezed. I, I thought everybody. about that. There yeah. was like. Oh, they've been around them. They've been sweating and and touching each other the whole time. Stay out of the clubs during that stuff. Just have a party at your house after and just when it's done. Yeah, Jesus, it's like your career. Don't smoke weed when there's drug testing. You only play for ten years. That was the whole thing with Derek Jeter. You never seen him getting in trouble at the clubs and everything else. Because now he's look and look. He had gift. He bang at his house and go. I can't go out. It's too dangerous. Yep. Oh, boy. All right. We'll, work. we'll look at this Chris Paul thing. But, uh, ladies, while you're dressing and undressing, oh, think, yes. about, think about the olden days and what classy bitches your grandparents were. <laughs> and, uh, and remember, keep it classy. The reason, the reason you have to work eight-hour days and bust your hump is because you guys started wearing sweatpants. And that whole no woman of mine thing's going to go away. It's like, well, she's not going to blow me and she's going to dress like me. Well, might as well get her out there working. Texture wrote in. So, sorry, yeah. sorry, Gilbert. No day off for Juneteenth. Yeah. Oh, Gilbert's not going to take Juneteenth. Brady's already got picket signs built. Why would we take a day off for that? Work's got to get done. Yeah. <laughs> Since we don't have slaves anymore, everybody's got to get to work. It's counterintuitive. Uh, let's get a wake up song. 585 9800. A good one. 
and just dream of the day we get yet another day to do nothing. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! This is bad. Bad, bad, bad. That's a joke, right? You're, you're joking? You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.